Hello, everybody. Jeff Gatick here from Traveling Tribes, and thank you for joining us today. I've got a very special guest with me, Glenn Smith from Brewery Tours. Glenn, how are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you. And, um, you know, you sent me an email, which I, I think um, got this ball started. And I saw the word brewery and you had me hooked at that. So anything beyond that point, I think is all gravy. Uh, beer is my subject and uh, happy to have you on board the podcast today. Well, we were a firm believer that beer brings people together, and I guess you and me were a perfect example of it. For sure. So I, I'm excited to learn about your backstory and how you got started in the business. Uh, first of all, you got a great name for the company with Brewery Tours. So uh, how did you come up? I'd say, how did you come up with that? How did you get that great of a name? So... Uh, when I came up with the the idea of this is what I wanted to do, and and, and I'm sure you'll ask me about that later, I, I realized that I didn't want us to have limitations as to where we could do it. So I live in York, Pennsylvania, and we we toyed with the with the idea of being the York County Ale Trail, which is you know a great name, uh, mm -hmm. but it, it's York. So if we were to do tours in Baltimore or Philadelphia nobody's going on the York County Ale Trail in Philadelphia. So so we wanted something that would, would fit anywhere we wanted to be. Okay. Okay. Well, that's certainly smart because I saw on your website that you are offering multiple locations and, and we'll certainly get to that point. But curious of how this idea became a business. So it, it, I think in hindsight, this has been something that has been growing probably over the last three decades. I'm one of those guys that really enjoys touring the country. And when I'm out, I'm always looking for the local breweries, those small mm -hmm. craft breweries. And as much as I enjoy drinking their beer, I, I really enjoy the stories. And that's what's always kind of drawn me to it. So if if I find a brewer, I'm usually ponying up at the bar and having conversation. You know, tell me about yourself. Tell me about the name. How'd you how'd this come to be? So on and so forth. And that's something that I've really enjoyed over the last, as I said, three decades. So fast forward to about 2001. And that's when I, I left the Philadelphia area and moved to York, Pennsylvania. And there wasn't a whole heck of a lot going on here in York at that time. And and I became very involved in the revitalization of York. And one of the things that came out of it was the first brewery in York since uh, the 1940s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then like a lot of other areas, you know, you saw another brewery and another brewery and another brewery and so on and so forth. And I'm watching this happen and nobody was doing anything about it. And and somebody who's been to Asheville and been to Fort Collins and been to Portland, you know, and uh, these other craft beer meccas, I understand the power of craft beer tourism. And I said, why isn't somebody saying something about this? And I was that squeaky wheel. Okay. And eventually my better half said, either shut the hell up or do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we pulled the trigger and I took all of these experiences that I've had over the years and, and kind of handpicked the best of the best. What did I enjoy the most? And I created a, a tour for myself 
with the hope that there are other people like me out there. And, and so far, it's proven true. Nice. Well, you certainly picked three meccas because I've been to Fort Collins. I've been to Asheville. I've been to Portland a few times. And you're right. It just It's a thriving local craft beer scene. And, you know, great names of breweries, first of all. I think that's something that's just a fun part of the industry. And often the backstory is better than the brewery itself, just to, to hear how somebody got involved in the, kind of like what we're talking about with you today, but the passion that goes into that and the love and the care and, and, you know, it's not a job, it's, it's a lifestyle for sure. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more, you know, for people that aren't into craft beer, they really don't know what they're missing. And, and, and I kind of say that a bit cliche, and it's not so much, oh, the beer is is better than a Budweiser or or what have you. But to your point is craft beer in America is a true American story because it's about revolution. It's about ingenuity. It's about the entrepreneurial spirit. It's everything this country has been based on all summed up in what we have now almost 10,000 breweries around this country. It's, it's yeah. really something to experience. So, so you started the business running walking tours, coach tours. Give me an idea of those early days and growing pains. Did, did you have a mentor in this or were you able to model this off something you'd seen before or were you just flying blind? I, I was very fortunate. Um, I uh, looked around and I didn't see a lot of people doing what we were doing uh, around the country. And I randomly reached out to, they were called at the time, the main brew bus uh, up in Portland, Maine. And I sent them just a, a cold email saying, hi, uh, you know, we're thinking about, you know, doing something down in York. We're nowhere near you, no competition. Mm -hmm. uh, would, would you spend some time with me? Just talk to me. And uh, one of their owners, a fellow by the name of Don, responded to the email. And next thing you know, him and I are having about a two, three hour conversation. And, you know, about this worked well for us, this didn't, you might mm -hmm. want to watch out for this, you know, you know, try to focus on that. And it really flattened our learning curve. You know, nice. we didn't have to go trial and error. We were really able to piggyback on a lot of their experiences. Okay. So tell me about those early days. You developed a website. Did you have little rack card brochures you'd drop in hotels or uh, where, where were you picking business up from? Yeah. So it, it was a lot of word of mouth at the moment. Um, there was a walking tour that started it all because, you know, we didn't have a lot of money to invest in this. So at the time, York City was home to six breweries, all within a one square mile radius. So mm. walking. Um, so we we created a, a pretty bare bones website. Uh, we, yeah, we made some rack cards. <laughs> we started, you know, put, dropping those things off. We got involved with the local chamber of commerce to try to, you know, get some get some news of what we were doing. And at the time, the breweries really, they weren't digging what we were doing. They, they didn't see it. Hmm. And so it was very difficult. It was, it was a bit of a mountain to climb to convince the, these guys that we're trying to bring a benefit to them, you know, as much as we were trying to bring a benefit to creating this company. Uh, and slowly it, kept growing and it, it, it kept going and the response was, was pretty darn good. And it led us to purchasing our first uh, bus in the, the following year. Our first tour was in October of 18 
And um, in the the uh, late winter of the beginning of 19, we had our first bus and started running around the, the county. Nice, nice. So you said they didn't quite sort of understand what you're doing. Did they feel that you were... I mean, obviously, you're bringing you're bringing guests to their location. Did they have an idea of this person that comes in and they sit at the bar for three hours and you were, you know, I'm sure on a, on a much quicker pace to to get uh, groups in and out of there. So where where was some of the resistance? I think it was it, they, they didn't see that there was added benefit for them. These were people that were going to come in, do a flight and leave mm. and I'll never see him again. And, you know, it's it's interesting now because they, they all get it. And when I'm you know going into new markets and talking to the brewers, they get it. And it's such an easier conversation today than five years ago. You know, and I think it's it's become a little bit more of a oh, yeah, tours. Yeah, we, we get that. Oh, good, good. OK, so so they're they're getting wind of that from a consumer angle as well and noticing that it's not just locals that visit the establishments. That's right. You know, we probably about 60 percent of our customer base. They're, they're not local. These are people that were drawing in from around the country to come do this. And now all of a sudden, you know, a small brewery that just self-distributes and doesn't really, you know, share their beer outside of their, their county footprint is being experienced by people from Ohio or Wisconsin or, you know, Oregon and taking home their beer and taking home their merchandise. And now it's, you know, they're, they're regional or, or maybe even nationally getting. Yeah. Yeah, new stream of revenue. So talk mm-hmm. about who your guest is. First of all, group sizes on walking tours. I know you've got a small, I saw the school bus, uh, the small yeah. school bus that you have, um, the group sizes. And then, you know, what, what, what's your makeup? Male, female, age-wise? I'm, I'm sure you get all age groups, but g- give me sort of a profile. Yeah, when, when I started planning this out, I had certain expectations. And, and I guess in hindsight, I'm kind of glad the expectations didn't didn't hold true because I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to get a bunch of, you know, 25 year olds and, you know, we're going to have to be concerned about them getting drunk and, and, and all of these things. And that really hasn't been the case. Hmm. The, the average range of people that come on our tours are in their mid thirties to mid sixties. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And they're often uh, couples, whether it's husband and wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, um we have a lot of families it's not unusual for dad and the two sons you know to to come on the tour uh or even some groups uh this past week we had um two couples that that came out of um the philadelphia area because they saw us on on uh, one of the television programs and they're um more on the male side uh, although i probably if i had to put a split i'd probably say about 70 30 gotcha it's one of those it's one of those things the craft beer industry hasn't quite cracked yet you know how how to present their product to women and, and have women be comfortable uh, with the craft beer scene but it's it's a lot better in five years that demographic has changed dramatically gotcha gotcha and then group sizes on the walking tours and the coach tour yeah so the walking tours are a little bit more flexible because we're not confined to to a mm-hmm. bus. But we usually leave it around 16 people uh, as we found that that's probably from a maximum standpoint, the ability to have that personal interaction. Because, you know, if, if we didn't talk about it already, all of our tours are led by our beer guides. 
and you know their their knowledgeable and experience in the craft beer industry and and there to teach you about beer okay so, so we want to be able to have these one-on-one you know conversations it's designed to be intimate it's designed to be exclusive you know for me to to sit down with you and go okay hey you know the next beer we're having is a pilsner and this is why it's a pilsner and you might get this and you might get that and if it's bigger than that you really don't get that that one-on-one opportunity Gotcha. And, and would you say the folks that are on your tours would be aficionados of beer or they're out for a good time? Where, you know, again, you're getting all different levels, I'm sure, but wh- where would you classify them? Are they beer curious or are they beer snobs? I'd put a more beer curious. Um, you know, we certainly do get our fair share of homebrewers and <laughs> the homebrewers on the tour. We kind of, you know, the, the conversation changes a little bit. Because now all of a sudden you're getting into the weeds, which is perfectly fine. We're happy mm-hmm. to do that. Uh, but a lot of times it's it's people who are interested in exploring uh, beer, being introduced to styles that they may never have heard of, you know, where, okay, next we're having a Gosa. And they go, what's a Gosa? You know, and they're walking out of the tours being better educated uh, about beer because, for the inexperienced, you walk into a brewery and you look up at the, the board and you see 20 beers with crazy names and acronyms like ABVs. And yeah, it's a hazy IPA. Right. Describe you know, that place. And now they walk in and they go, oh, you know what? I know what that one is. I, I yeah. like that one before. I'm going to I'm going to try that one this time. And yeah, they have a awesome. better experience. Uh, so uh, real quickly, a uh, good friend of mine is a basement brewer. He has his own brewery down in his basement. And I so I get samples every now and then, but I get his byproduct for my garden because grains are phenomenal compost. You're working them with the rest of it. So yeah, it's nice. My, my garden smells a little funky for a while, but uh, it's definitely helps the vegetables grow in the summertime. I keep waiting for somebody to make a candle that smells like a brewery. If you've ever been in the brew house when it's brewing, it's, mm. it's smell. Some people <laughs> hate it. I love it. I- <laughs> yeah. You can call Yankee Candle. They could probably <laughs> help you out there. So um, how are you finding passengers now? How are they finding you? Know, I want to talk a little bit about group specific, but let's talk about you know everyday consumers. Where are people encountering you and how are they coming to book? We have a pretty strong social marketing uh, presence at this time, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. Um, we um, um, find most of our, our customers through those sources. Okay, uh, interesting. So we, although we do, um, we don't do as many as we'd like to, but we do a fair amount of podcasts. Uh, we're also, uh, we've been featured on uh, some television programs that are beer centric, such as uh, What's Brewing PA, which is out of Philadelphia. Uh, they market the New York, New Jersey, uh, Maryland, Pennsylvania market, which is nice. And we've also been featured in a, uh, a documentary series called Poured in PA, which was a, a national um, uh, award winning documentary. So we, we've managed to get our, our footprint out around the country. Uh, hmm. fortunately, other than just staying local. Gotcha. And your social marketing, is that organic mostly? Or are you doing some paid programs on social? We're starting to do more paid. This has been one of those because I'm I'm the marketing director. You know, I'm the the how they call that the the chief bottle uh, washer. And so I've been I've been learning, I've been teaching myself 
marketing for five years now. And I, I'm feeling I'm not comfortable, but I mm. feel a heck of a lot better than I used to. And, and we do see more paid today. Gotcha. Well, I can tell you when you've got it figured out, they're going to change the algorithm and you're going to have to learn it all over again. That's essentially I experienced that already. Yes. <laughs> how, how that money machine operates over there. Now, um, from a tech perspective, I don't want to get too deep into the weeds here, but um, you're doing online bookings. You have some sort of a res service or uh, how does that all operate? Yeah. So for our normal tours, whether it's our walking tours or brew buses, we have a train, which I'm happy to tell you about. Mm -hmm. next, next summer, we're actually going to have a riverboat too. Uh, but all of those can be booked online at our website, which is ultimatecraftbeerexperience.com. Um, depending on how weedy you want to get, we uh, use a platform called Fair Harbor, which has been outstanding. I, I love those guys. They, they are so easy to work with. Yeah, nice. And and they're, they're, there's a few of them that I think are pretty strong in that market, but I hear great things about Fair Harbor. Uh, and just any of those services, if they're done right, allow you to do what you do best, which is not program tours into your computer system. They handle that aspect for you and deliver it, the passages. It's so easy to just pick up the phone. I did it yesterday, Sunday morning. <laughs> I needed to have something done. I just picked up the phone. Somebody, a person answered the phone. And I said, this is what I need help with. And they said, we got it. And I hung up. <laughs> nice. Nice. Love it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned railways. And that's actually one of my notes here. I saw this North Central Railway, which to me, I'm like, oh, gosh, train travel, you know, nostalgia, uh, you know, beautiful scenery. I, I love buses, but, you know, put me on a train with craft beer. So it, it, this is a new program or did you do this this past year? It's two years old now. Okay. So this past October was was two years of doing this. And it was one of those where uh, I knew the um, the executive director of the Northern Central Railway, which is a, it's a nonprofit organization that has uh, two beautiful trains. And they said, hey, you know, we, we might be interested in doing something with you. And I'm like, yeah, let's talk. Let's see how it is. You know, I, I didn't see it right away. And I said, well, let's let's give one a try. Mm -hmm. So we created this program called Ales on the Rails, um, and Great they have a stretch of, of track. It's one of the things you don't see often with a lot of the uh, historic trains. They don't have a lot of track. They maybe got you know, a half an hour or 45 minute train ride with them. We're able to actually have a three hour train ride. And the first one we did was a near sellout. And they've been practical sellouts ever since. So we do them four times a year, different themes. You know, whether it's Oktoberfest or St. Patty's Day, we do a summer blowout. Uh, we have a lot of fun with it. So we're getting about 100, 105 people on a train for three hours, sampling 10 different beers with our beer guides running up and down the aisles, having a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great piece of business. Now, are you how are you selecting the breweries for that? Is that based so that's, on location? Yeah, that's the interesting thing. So I personally select the beers. Um, I work with my brewers on our normal tours. Um, for our normal tours or walking or brew bus tours, you're visiting three different breweries on those. And some brewers just let me do the selections, curate the, the, the beer list. Others say, well, you know, we want you to use this one or that one. But generally, I'm sitting down and coming up with this, this list that is interesting. Um, I'll say unusual, not from an unusual flavor, but, you know, for example, we made sure for our Oktoberfest ales on the rails 
that we had the uh, the one of the original beers served at Oktoberfest back in 18, whatever the heck that was. Mm-hmm. So we want to make it interesting. We don't want to go, oh, I've had that one before. Oh, that's that's usual. You know, we want people to go, wow, you had that one. That's really cool. Yeah, well, especially with the rail travel, too, because the nostalgia based of the, the railways is adding that historical element to the brew. If you can do that, you know, if that's possible, just I think enhances the, the outcome of that trip. So cool. Um, and then you're sort of taking that same concept to the river. Is that a river cruise or a lake cruise? Yeah, so we haven't announced it yet. So I guess you guys get to break it. Um, Ooh. <laughs> we need that a, CNN breaking headline news. There you go. <laughs> da, 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 da. So up in Harrisburg, they have something called the Pride of the Susquehanna, which is a riverboat uh, on the Susquehanna. Mm-hmm. And it's a really cool boat. And just uh, last month, we, uh, we, we got the deal done with them that we're going to be doing five boat rides uh, next summer uh, between May and October. And we're really excited to be doing that. It's it's going to be our sips on the Susquehanna. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, and just the names as well. That's a that's a great wow. um, time. The L's on the rails and the sips on the Susquehanna, I believe it is, right? Yep, that's yeah. right. So, yeah, we're looking to take those models and we really want to expand those models around. Because um, mm-hmm. I think. It's it's a product it's a product yeah pro- what, product yeah that's the right one it, it's a product that we've we've ironed out you know there's certainly been some kinks along the way like how do you pour beer on a moving train well <laughs> we've, we've figured that one out eventually very carefully first time was a little sloppy but <laughs> um, are those cans or kegs how are you bringing the product oh, up boy. so yeah if, if you're a brewer and you would like to be on our ales on the rails or probably our sips of the susquehanna you need to have your beer in a can or a bottle uh, anything yeah. other than that is a logistic nightmare. I could think of getting very sloppy at a certain point. Yes. It's just the shaking of the kegs. That's usually not good for the final product. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, it, yeah, I, I love the fact that, you know, you're creating these unique ideas, taking a, uh, a a product in brewery tours, which are increasing in popularity, and you're adding new wrinkles to that. Um, you're also in three different markets now. I mean, so from 18 to 23, and I think there was a pandemic somewhere in there as well. I mean, you've, you've kind of really blown this thing out in a quick period of time. We, we've been, we, we have high expectations. I have high expectations. People keep telling me you need to slow down. And I'm like, why? Mm. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't serve a purpose. Uh, you know, it, during the pandemic, I think we're probably past the statute of limitations now. So I think I'm okay. <laughs> I think so. Yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, the tour is shut down and like what what do you do you can't take people on a walking tour you can't get people on a bus the breweries were were closed you couldn't get inside the breweries Mm -hmm. so we created a virtual craft beer experience for people nice we were able to share what we're doing just like you and me are sharing right now and that kind of got us through the pandemic until things were starting to open up again so we we believe in creativity it's you know it's it makes all the difference in the world. Gotcha. Any yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, are you still doing the virtual programs or since everybody's gotten back to in-person? That's on the shelf. Um, although I, I would very much like you see a lot of those um, those beer services like Tavor and, um, and I think uh, 
uh, craftbeer.com maybe have one where the, you they send you boxes on your doorstep every month oh sure and, sure you know i i would very much like to be able to uh, collaborate with one of them uh but for the moment that's uh that's up on the shelf and uh, uh in the uh, case of emergency break glass gotcha um i don't know if you know Teresa nemitz uh, i've interviewed her before she started with a company called milwaukee food tours um she's developed uh in the different markets now she runs shore excursions uh throughout the great lakes she has a very successful merchandising business uh which she does gift baskets over the holidays so uh that might be an interesting conversation for you to have i don't know what the logistics or the legalities are as far as shipping beer um that's you know way outside I, 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 publishing is enough for me to be quite honest with you but in pennsylvania it is a monstrous hurdle <laughs> mm -hmm. yep so that that may be a no-go there but even the merch side of it i think is kind of cool looking yeah. at what you guys do and the different breweries and such but she's she's had a nice little model she's developed off of creating these unique gift baskets typically around holidays uh and uh it's become a, another leg of her stool so to speak good to business. know very good yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so you, do you have vision plans to to uh, either franchise this out, or you know, because I think one of the challenges of these owner operated businesses is you can't be in Baltimore and you can't be in your county on the same day, and eventually you're going to run out of steam. So, do, do you want to sort of roll this out in different parts of the country? And if so, what does that look like? Yeah, and and probably most importantly, my better half will leave. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think that's the the ultimate uh, goal is to, to have it franchised. Th this is a product that fits easily into any market anywhere. And I, I look forward to the time when we're going to compete because there really there's there's a handful across the country that, you know, that we're going to eventually wind up in one of their backyards and, you know, we'll actually be able to you know, do some competition and, and see what's what, but you know, that's, that's ultimately the goal. I think you're spot on. Um, I, I can't be everywhere. Uh, and it is a very logistic heavy, uh, operation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But at the same time though, you could tap into a very spirited, local, passionate base of people that, just really like craft brewer, whether they work for a brewery or they're a home brewer that could take this on as either a side gig or a new opportunity in life. You're, you're absolutely right. Set up. Yeah. You know, in a lot of times, like we just recently expanded our tours into Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and the, our beer guides live in Lancaster. They're from Lancaster. They know Lancaster. Cause I think one of the things that, that makes our tours unique is yes, at the forefront, it's about the beer. But when you go on the Lancaster County tour, you're going to learn about Lancaster. If you go on the York City tour, you're going to learn about York City. You know, if you go to Hanover, you're going to learn about Hanover and so on and so forth. It's it's not the same experience everywhere. They are completely different experiences at every different location because we're focused on where the tour is located. Yeah, yeah, as they need to be. Now, um, any truth to the rumor that your Lancaster tours are run by Amish buggy drivers? They absolutely are. Yes. Uh, yeah, they're they're in the midst of uh, Rumspringa, if, if okay. you're familiar with Rumspringa. So, yes. <laughs> 
idea whether we're gonna where we're gonna have a horse and buggy tour that that would be interesting (laughs) yes uh, sign me up for that when you do so um so glenn you and i talked a little bit uh before we went on camera here about your involvement in some of the motor coach associations and really actively trying to cultivate some group business so you know how did you sort of find the preform group market and what's been your experience thus far so I think I, I would like to think an advantage that I have is I actually grew up in the motor coach industry. Mm. Uh, my great grandfather and grandfather had uh, created a bus company that's still around today. It's, uh, it's uh, they're located out of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, or for us locals, Bethlehem, okay. uh, <laughs> uh, Transbridge bus lines. Uh, and as a kid, you know, I grew up around motor coaches. You know, I eventually got to the point where I was, uh, you know, running tours, you know, on the mo- on the motor coaches. I was working in the office selling one one days and multi days, mm. you know, really had a, a really good experience with it. So it's it's interesting to me that I've almost come full circle that I'm back in the motor coach business again. So um, one of the things that I found is today's market wants experiences. Absolutely. It's great to go look at something, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but to have somebody bring you into it and experience it together is, is really something interesting. So, you know, whether we're going to be a a standalone event for one of the motor coaches, which is, you know, certainly uh, an excellent opportunity. um, We also have the ability to be a part of a larger agenda or uh, some of the things that's been very popular right now is food stops. You know, yeah. you got to stop and eat somewhere. And, you know, whether you're stopping at the, uh, the buffet, you know, or, you know, or what have you, is we have the ability to offer uh, food and beer pairings where you're able to stop for a meal. We're able to do a flight. We're able to take you back in the brew house, show you how beer is made, you interact with the brewer, you know, here's some stories. So now all of a sudden, instead of just sitting around, you know, eating something and getting back on the bus again, you've added this additional value to the tour you were going. No, we're just not driving home. We're stopping at ABC Brewery and we're getting we're getting a meal. We're going to we're going to have some flights and we're going to learn about beer. Yeah. So let's get better than that. Yeah, I, 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 one of the things I like about that as well is it allows a bus company or a small tour operator to look outside maybe their traditional batch of customers um, to find, because there's a lot of organizations, there's a lot of groups, you know, we talked about this being predominantly male. Well, you know, go to a country club and now you've got a product that you can package together for a group of 16 guys. And that keeps the coach on the road over the weekend. And, you know, there's all kinds of frivolity they can include on a, on a trip to Pennsylvania, you know, this being one of those. So to me, it's just, it's a great way to, I hate the cliche, think outside the box, but I, I think that nothing's more appropriate than that for this type of product. I, I think you're right. And I think this has been a problem for motor coaches for as long as I've been around motor coaches, which is, you know, since the early eighties is the, the, a lot of the, the the people that go on the motor coaches is the senior population. Yeah. So this is a this is a wonderful opportunity to create experiences that are more attractive to your 30s, 40s, and 50s yeah. as well. So this is an opportunity to create something to 
you know, to expand the market base for, for the motor coach industry too. Yeah. So, so what have you done in the group market thus far? What's been your involvement? How are you getting the word out? So we are members of the Pennsylvania Bus Association, the Maryland Motor Coach Association, and the Greater New Jersey Motor Coach Association. We attend the marketplaces. Uh, we go to the annual meetings, uh, making relationships, because as as I well know, the motor coach industry is all about relationships. <laughs> they yes. don't want to do with anybody they don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you're starting to see, you know, the same faces year after year and people recognizing it has the vibe changed from when you first started to now going to the shows where you're getting some more nods up and downs versus the the nod sideways. It, it certainly was. And, you know, I, I'll thank my grandfather, you know, it's like, they, you know, it's they go, oh, you, you were John Ferrero's grandson. I go, yeah, that was me. You know, <laughs> now all of a sudden, you know, there, there's some you know, you're just not some other guy that just came in here that, that you're, you know, a part of the family, you know, you know, directly or indirectly. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad to see you involved in those groups. I mean, that is hundred percent grassroots. So you're, you're getting involved at that level and making those contacts. So, so good, good. Um, if people wanted to get more information on what you do, Glenn, or they were, you know, coming through the area or interested in booking a tour, what's the, the best way to get a hold of you folks? Best way is go to the website, which is ultimatecraftbeerexperience.com. It has all our contact information on there. It has all of the information for all of the, the tours that we provide. You're able to book all of your tours on there as well. If you are a group or charter, uh, we are uh, available pretty much any time of the day to talk. So you can uh, email us or, or call us. That information is on our website. Uh, it's uh, info at ultimatecraftbeerexperience.com and 717 uh, 660-0767. 660-0767. I have your website pulled up here so I could get right, that's I got correct. It right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> last question before I, I let you go. Um, so you're doing these sort of in-destination experiences. What I've seen other tour and activity operators do to some degree of success is say, you know, this is the product we have. You know, we understand sort of brewery tours and beer tours. Let's take this show on the road. Let's take this, we've got, you know, because you're amassing customer lists and people that are going on your tours, you have to fill out a waiver, I'm sure. So you're getting some data on them and maybe some of that you can remarket to. But could you take a group to Germany and do something? Or could you say, hey, we're going to go to Asheville and do a a weekend there as a group? Has that come across your mind as an opportunity? I would love that. That would be such a wonderful experience. And I I really kind of like what you're thinking about. Okay. Um, yeah, is I, I was talking, there's there's a group, and I forget their names off the top of my head, that uh, has a, a tour to Belgium, and they mm. have a Belgian monastery tour. And I'm like, oh, my God, I may not come home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you go, how did that guy get that gig? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes. How did, how did he get that lucky card? So, well, maybe next time we talk, you'll have that division launched on, on top of new cities and markets. But um, really I'm making enjoyed, noise as we speak. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I really enjoyed getting to know a little bit about your business. I'm certainly very unique. And I know I've got something to do next time I come through your neck of the woods. By all means. Thank all you right. so much for having us. We we just love talking about beer. You know, we're a firm believer that craft beer was meant to be experienced, and that's just what we want to do. Awesome. Thanks, Glenn. All right. Cheers. cheers.
Get paid to travel the world with friends and family as the leader of your very own travel tribe. This book by travel industry publisher Jeff Gader will show you how. Order your copy of Traveling Tribes at leisuregrouptravel.com or at Amazon. Type in keyword Traveling Tribes.